gets better from here. Join me in the call to worship that is printed in your bulletin. A branch shall come forth from the stump of Jesse. Its root shall bear fruit. Spirit of the living God, Fall afresh on us. Renew our spirit, stand as a man before us, Prepare the way for new life that emerges in and through you, life that ripples out to your people into all nations. Renew glorious rest. Our next song is number 219. Please stand if you are able. We're going to sing this one through three times. John the Baptist proclaimed, Repent, for the kingdom of, of heaven has come near. As we prepare, we've lit this candle as a sign of peace. Could our first scripture reader please come up? Psalm 72, verses 1 through 7. Endow the king with your justice, O God, the royal son with your righteousness. May he judge your people in righteousness, your, your afflicted ones with justice. May the mountains bring prosperity to the people, the hills the, the hills the fruit of righteousness. May he defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. May he crush the oppressor. May he endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon through all generations. May he be like rain falling on a mown law field, like showers watering the earth. In his days may the righteous flourish and prosperity abound till the moon is no more. Our second scripture today is from the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. In those days John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, 
and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but he after me, or after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. We want to start with a confession. We first gave a version of this message back in 2018. But we felt that this Advent, it might be time for a reprise. As we reviewed the scripture for today's sermon, we were struck by the paradoxes found within. On one hand, we have a God that exists for millennia and counts years as seconds. On the other, a God who cares for humans whose lives are gone so quickly with tenderness and compassion. The paradox of the voice that calls out that the time for mourning is over and the time for comfort is now contrasted with John the Baptist's calls to repent and prepare the way of the Lord. How do we justify the horrors going on in our country and in our world and show Jesus' love to the world when we really just want God's justice to roll down? As we looked at our scriptures today and considered the prophetic voices of John the Baptist and Isaiah, we were also struck at how abrasive and difficult these voices can sometimes be to hear which reminded us of a certain other character from children's literature. Kids, listen up. This sermon might be interesting to you, and I bet you'll be able to help your parents figure out what's going on. We'd be very interested to hear what you think of this story. You can talk about it during sharing time, or you can come up and talk with us about it after the service. So, with apologies to Dr. Seuss, this is how the grump stole advent all the faithful of church hope liked advent a lot but the grump who attended church hope did not the grump hated comfort and all joy advent season and if you asked why he was quick with the reason these faithful won't see their sins can't stand the truth they haven't thought of repenting not even the youth We've plundered the land. We've spoiled God's creation. And now we already expect our salvation? Advent is a time to wait in the dark, to consider our mess-ups, how we've missed the mark. With refiner's fire, we need painful truth-telling to find peaceful ways of empire rebelling. We forget. The grump spatted. Isaiah first spoke of pain. Jay the bee. The grump chatted was preparing a lane. 
For to fully appreciate the season to come, we must first walk through Advent, even if it is glum. The grump sat in the pew the whole Advent, too. He sat in the pew and he started to stew. Uh, one week closer to Christmas. The old grump decried. With no voice in the wilderness, just comfort. He sighed. Christmas is coming. He snarled with a sneer. And they want to act like it's already here. Before the good news, we must acknowledge the bad. Before the good news, we need to be sad. From sexual misconduct to blaming the poor, we are selfish and petty with thoughts of grandeur. For he knew the next Sunday the whole congregation would worship and pray and sing with elation. They'd speak words of comfort. They'd speak words of grace. They'd pray words of truth, but truth's easy to face. And when they had prayed and had their sharing time, they'd join up their voices in singing sublime, with all of them singing in what Grump liked the least, pre-Christmas carols that just never ceased. And they'd sing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 of donkeys and stars and zero repenting, of shepherds and angels and babes in the hay, carols during Advent, like Mariah Carey. I must bring Advent back. The but grump furrowed his brow. Good news must come after repentance. But how? Then he got an idea. An awful idea. The grump got a wonderful, awful idea. If they can't see the point in repentance and grieving, I'll give them a reason to stop self-deceiving. So late the next Saturday, he drove to the church with his plan to secretly, stealthily smirch the whole sanctuary and the whole Advent three. No sign must be left of the Christmas to be. First, he took down the candles and then the blue fabrics. Then he took the crush sets owned by nativity fanatics. He went to the hymnals and tore out joyous songs and inserted more prayers about righting all wrongs. He took down the Christmas trees, took down the star. He moved all the visuals into his car. As he exited quietly through the fellowship hall, he heard a sharp creak like a bathroom door stall. He spun around fast and saw to his surprise little Cindy Lou Hope with shock in her eyes. The grump had been caught by this tiny Hope girl who'd come for her sparkly baton that she'd twirl. She stared at the grump and asked, Mr. Grump, why? Do you take Advent's beauty now? Why? Grump's smile was quite forced, his voice sickeningly sweet. We wait in an expectation, now isn't that neat? You hopes are spending much time, filled with joy, but get ready, God's coming to us as a boy. It's time for some searching, it's time to repent. Jesus hasn't come, it's only Advent. Miss Cindy Lou Hope looked up at the grump. She swallowed as though she had quite a big lump stuck in her throat. She let out a huff and said, Well, but I thought God was about love. God is love, the grump quickly agreed. But we humans don't always know that's what we need. We hurt and we lie and we kill and we steal. To appreciate God's love, we need to be real. But I'm real, Cindy Lou Hope said nervously. I like waiting when it's with others, not just with me. 
Do we have to be sad and just sit down and bawl? Christmas is coming and Christ came for all. The grump patted the child on top of her head. You'll understand when you're older, he said. You've got to go to the wilderness, then things become clear. You've got to learn true humility and not just false cheer. Then he handed the girl her sparkly baton and said, Now off you go. Tell everyone what I've done. As Cindy Lou Hope looked on in disbelief, the grump took it all, down to the last wreath. As he drove down the road, he chuckled and grinned. <laughs> They'll see it tomorrow, he said. How they've sinned by not looking for truth and not without repenting. In this time of Advent, we should pray unrelenting. Through the night, he worked hard to move all of the stuff to a burn pile nearby, since he'd had just enough of the cheer and the joy and the just-feel-so-goodness. He was sure they would see there'd be no misunderstoodness. But as the first sign of the sun hit the horizon, the grump heard voices that made his eyes widen. It was Cindy Lou Hope with her parents and friends. It was the whole congregation, children, women, and men's. I shared what you told me, said Miss Cindy Lou. And the voice in the wilderness, and how you seemed blue. You were right, said Lydia Linchester Loop, a Sunday school teacher who spoke for the group. It's easy for us to fall into a rut. It's like we're just waiting in a holiday glut. All around us it's Christmas, but not the real one. All around us it's sails and smiles and fun. But you're right, Mr. Grump. We haven't been real. We're just waiting for Christmas, like Advent's no big deal. The grump looked around at all who were therein, Steve and Rebecca and Matthew and Aaron, David and Amy and Izzy and Emma, Wendy, Mark, Connie, Liz, Lauren, and Micah. The whole congregation was in his backyard. He looked at them all and he studied them hard. They hadn't just come to get all their stuff. They weren't just concerned about Christmas fluff. They'd come there to talk. They'd come to repent. They'd come to embrace the whole real Advent. And then the grump heard the sweet, quiet, sweet words from Cindy Lou Hope with a voice like a bird's. Remember, God is love, and she promises that she'll be there through thin and she'll be there through fat. And in that one moment, everything was made clear. The grump saw time bend saw God's love persevere. Christ had come, was coming, was with them just then. The good news was present again and again. Grump was right, of course he was, had been from the start, but he'd omitted the joy that resides as a part of repentance and faith, of truth and of pain. There was room for celebration, for love in God's reign. Perhaps, said the grump, there is value in both, for both, for the repentant soul, for the truth, for the growth of love in the world, an outpouring of light that shines through us from the child born one night. For that child has come, and he will come again, and our job is to show love from New York to Phnom Penh, preparing God's way as John called us to do. And the whole congregation understood it then, too. As they all hauled the Advent trimmings and trappings back to the church with much singings and clappings, the hopes gathered him in. For while prophets are tough to listen to always, their truth is enough 
to keep us on track, to keep us awake, for not looking to, within to repent's a mistake. But it's also a mistake to forget how to sing. God calls us to joy and to true listening. So everyone sang, someone new struck the meter. For the grump, he himself served as the song leader. I guess that makes me the grump. Go ahead and stand if you are able and turn to number 216 in our hymnal, Lo, How a Rose Air Blooming. We will sing all three verses of this. This prayer is an ecological Lord's Prayer, and it was written by Wendy Jansen, if you want to follow along in the bulletin. Our nurturing God, present in the entire cosmos, blessed are your names, life, and love. May your way of love and your desire for life be available to all creatures, all lands, all waters and skies. Provide for us all that we need for life through healthy soil and water, abundant gardens, food forests, and regenerative agriculture. Forgive us when we exploit the earth, overfish the seas, pollute the skies, and generally overstep healthy boundaries with our neighbors. Move us into a way of peace that heals the heart of all creation and repairs the fabric of life.
lead us away from greedy ways, lives of consumerism and excess, and deliver us from apathy and inaction, for we want to be faithful to your vision of a life of kinship, reconciliation, and love today and each new day. Amen. Turn to page 275 for our closing song. This is a lovely rollicking tune, so go ahead and stand up, sway if you wish. We will only sing verses one and two of this. coming this evening to worship with us, whether you identify more as the Grump or as Cindy Lou Hope, let us all find a way to be in balance and in fellowship with one another. May you go out in peace, preparing the way as people of the story of God's restoration. Amen.